Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is September 13th, 2021. And let's just prepare the field for our work together today by taking a moment of silence, followed by a sounding of the ancient mantra this week. Lead us, O Lord, from darkness to light, from the unreal to the real, from death to immortality, from chaos to beauty. So welcome again, everyone. Thank you so much for being with us to participate together in this important work of triangles. So we come together each week to introduce this work to a people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And we also provide a platform for those of us who are already members of triangles to participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and the power of prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work involves simply the establishing of lines of lighted loving communication between three people linking together on a daily basis at the level of their souls to then take their alignment and extend it to the planetary group of all people throughout the world who are also working in triangles. And as you visualize the planet surrounded by this golden network of light, we sound the great invocation, a world prayer that is uniquely suited to distribute the energies touching all open minds and hearts. This work in triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. And before we begin our opening visualization, I wanted to introduce our co-worker, Isaken Ogboro from Benin, Nigeria, who will be sharing with us today. Isaken has been a university administrator, first with the University of Benin, and more recently she served as registrar for Edo State University, from which she recently retired. Isaken holds a PhD in educational planning from the University of Benin, and she's a longtime student of the Ageless Wisdom teachings working through the London headquarters. And she's also the coordinator of the Benin Unit of Service in Edo State, 
and she'll be sharing with us her experience working in coordinating this ageless wisdom and goodwill work in Benin and some of the challenges and strengths that the group has developed over its many years of existence. So we really look forward to hearing from Isakan after the meditation. So let's begin now by visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And visualize within that sphere a triangle composed of the three planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the light circulating between these three points, merging and blending, filling the triangle with light. Now visualize within the center of that triangle a five-pointed star, the star of the world teacher, linking east and west past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies of love pouring out through each of the five points of the planetary star. London. Darjeeling. New York. Geneva. Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Sound the mantra and project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy. Radiance we are in power. 
we stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So after our meditation, as I said, Isakin will share some of the experiences she's had over the years working in the unit of service in Benin and uh, some of the challenges also, barriers that might have arisen in relationship to the work that they're trying to do and also the successes. So we might say that we do live in a very challenging time. And Isakin's going to speak about dissipation of glamour. And that's one of the key challenges that we all face at this time in planetary history. And that's reflected in the well-known and oft-repeated phrase that the Tibetan chose to open up his most important teaching on the reappearance of the Christ and came from the Bhagavad Gita. And I've often mentioned it here because it so describes what we're living through at this time. The first line of which states, whenever there's a withering of the law and an uprising of lawlessness on all sides, then I manifest myself. So we can see these very conditions governing many aspects of our planetary life at this time, creating a difficult situation, which the ageless wisdom defines as glamour. Exoterically, we often consider glamour to be a good thing, a glamorous woman or an enchanting performance is thought to be glamorous. But in fact, we can see that this distortion of our understanding of the term itself shows us how glamour has even infiltrated the word and its definition. For from the perspective of the ageless wisdom, we know that glamour is indeed a quality that creates fogs, mists, uh, inability to see the real, and therefore causes much confusion in our own lives and more broadly in the lives of humanity as a whole. It's related to the astral plane, to 
the fogs and mists that arise there so easily and humanity's attachment to the world of desire and longing, all these factors within human constitution at this time leads to the breeding of further and further layers of glamour. And now we're dealing, as we prepare for the reappearance of this later development within human evolution, which is the condition of illusion, wherein the many thought forms created by the lower mind crowd out the truth as well. So we all have these glamours. If we're somewhat mentally polarized, perhaps we're also tuning into some of the illusions that are very real and strong in our world. And if we didn't uh, have these glamours and illusions, we would be liberated individuals. And since we're not, we can all know for sure that we are suffering under these conditions. And it is our struggle and our challenge to attempt to see clearly beneath the veils, beneath the illusions. And we can recognize this perhaps in ourselves if we take a glance back over the course of our lives, looking at ourselves from a detached perspective, from the perspective of time and the clarification that time often brings to us. And we can see those moments in our lives when we ourselves were under the spell of glamour, when we saw situations through the lens of these fogs and mists that we had created around any particular situation. And then with the breaking of that spell, with the freeing ourselves from the false evidence, which appeared real at the time, we can now see with greater greater clarity the um, fogs which we were under at that time. So it gives us um, greater compassion, perhaps, for those who are suffering under the spell at the present time. And perhaps we might include ourselves because, as I said, the layers of glamour are increasingly subtle as we move forward on the path. And so our work together in triangles gives us the powerful opportunity to help work using our minds because it is through the mind, the illumination of the mind and the blending of the mind with the soul that we can help in this major task with which the spiritual hierarchy is confronted, which is the dissipation of glamour. So we know that 2,000 years ago, when the Christ worked and stood mute before Pilate, who was a representative of the lower mind, gave us a symbol of our work today as we deal with glamour and illusion. For there's really little that can be said, as Christ recognized to convince others of our point of view, of our understanding of present situations. 
really what we have to do is attempt to see as clearly as we can to check our sources, to look beneath the veil, to see the truth that is struggling to emerge at this time. And the Tibetan tells us that when seeking to free ourselves from illusion, this can only be done through the ability to tune into and tap into the intuition, the higher correspondence of that negative tendency wherein the mind shuts out the ability to see the real. For the Christ and the hierarchy are found on the plane of booty wherein this intuitive insight which can free us from the creation of our own thought forms and allow us to see truth more clearly. So we know from our teachings that one of the clearest statements of this ability to cut through the spiritual materialism of our lives and times was found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, when St. Paul speaks of the unveiling and the freeing of ourselves and our world from the fogs, the mists, and the manipulations. And it is this unveiling that will enable us to see situations through a clearer lens, not through a glass darkly. So I'll just read the closing part of that beautiful passage. He wrote, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith in the chat box if anyone would like to work with these techniques for dissipating glamour in our own lives. And also once we become familiar with that work, we can perhaps move on to working with the dissipation of glamour through a group process. And meditations are given in these particular pages. So let's now work with our meditation. Coming together in group fusion. Linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. And we project a line of lighted energy towards the highest center of Shambhala and sound together the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. 
not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Now lift the consciousness to the world, to the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher, the heart of love at the center of the hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating 
all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. As we sound the mantra of unification, let's project the rainbow bridge to, towards the hierarchy. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles see new triangles being formed everywhere. As we repeat each stanza of the great invocation, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, 
Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center of where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now we'd like to hear from Isakan. Uh, Daniel, if you could unmute Isakan, please. Hello, Isakan. Good evening, everyone. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Can... Yes, we can hear you. Thank you very much. I can't really I've, see, we can't really see you, but that's perhaps I've, okay. We just see uh, your top of your head and your eyes, I think, but it's okay. I see me. Can you see me? Uh, no. Because I've, I've started the video. I think the video is on, but we're just not seeing you. It's too, you're seated too low. But it's okay. Just go forward and start your presentation, please. Okay. Uh, I send warm greetings from to everyone from Bini Unit of Service with Love, and I want to appreciate uh, Triangles New York for giving me this opportunity to present the activities of Bini Unit of Service in support of World Goodwill and spreading the teachings of uh, this Tibetan in our community. The presentation is going to be in three parts. The Benito service, the services we have been rendered, the successes, the challenges, and then like the last topic, the special of glamour. This was a topic that was discussed in our last seminar, public seminar in Benin during the World Goodwill Day seminar. So I will begin with the activities of the Benito service. We title it the urge to serve. And according to Alice Bailey, true service is the spontaneous outflow of a, of a loving heart and intelligent mind. 
He lives, serves, works, influences, asking nothing for the separated self. That's taken from Treatise on White Magic, page 88-29. In addition, the endless wisdom taught that where we are is where our journey begins. So, beneath our service, came into existence in far back as 1985 with the following objectives. To spread the teaching of the Tibetan master through Alice Bailey books in our community. To build a meditation center of light and goodwill in the community. To enlighten the public on the use of the great invocation for preparation for the reappearance of Christ as well as creating right human relationship. To publish a bulletin of goodwill titled The Emerging Consciousness, a bulletin of goodwill. To hold public seminar on World Goodwill Day and lower interlude seminar, which we now tied it up to uh, 1st uh, October, which is the Independence Day of Nigeria. So Benito Service was established as an educational charity that has been cooperating with World Goodwill London as far back as I said, eighty to five. The Minute Service coordinated the hosting of Steve Nation when he visited Nigeria uh, in 2019 to deliver a lecture titled Transition into a Korean Age on Saturday, 7 September. So we have a part of our activities, library service. The Minute Service runs a public library that has in stock all the Alice Bailey books published by Lucy Trust Company, London, and other book on esoteric philosophy. The library is open to the public on Mondays to Fridays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. I'm glad to inform this audience that the completed library building was commissioned by Steve Nation on behalf of the Lucy Trust on 8th September 2019 during his visit to Benin City, Edo State, Nigeria to deliver a public lecture on the topic, like I said before, transition into Aquarian age on 7th September 2019. I want to use this opportunity to thank Lucy Trust Company for donating all the Alice Bailey books we have in the library. Because from the beginning, there was, we don't have Alice Bailey books in our community. And many students lack uh, books to read. So uh, with the formation of Benutor Service, Lucy Strauss decided to donate to us Alice Bailey books, which made it easier for students to have books. We, we were posting books. When students, when they refer students to, re, to read some books, they will refer them to Benito Service Library. We post it to them. Until recently, during COVID-19, there was uh, no, no postage was working. But luckily, with technology, the, uh, Lucy Trust has books online. So when students request, we just refer them to go online for the Alice books. We also have books published by Tokon Syria Dream, and we are grateful to that company for sending us some of their books in the library. We are grateful to a co-worker who always 
subscribe the Bacon magazine to the library. And many other donors, we are grateful to them. That enriched our library for people to be able to reach in our, in our community. Then the spreading of the great invocation. During our seminars, we ensure that we spread the great invocation. We use the great invocation a lot. So we teach them the use of the great invocation as a tool for preparation for the reappearance of Christ. Because our community is fundamentally Christians and some Muslims, and they are used to prayer. And when you are saying that you debate invocation, they say, oh, what are you invoking? We now have to, we have to add the world prayer. So in the publication, in the postcard, we say great vocation in bracket, world prayer. So add this, it's world prayer, look at it. You see, oh, well, Jesus is not written there. I say, but when you read it, you say, may Christ return to earth. Jesus is the representative of Christ on earth. So it's the same prayer. You add it to your prayer, your daily prayer, so that they started accepting it in that way. And in schools, when I was in Uniben, I had the opportunity to be in faculty, so I distribute to students every time. So that's how some of the students came to know about the Great Invocation. Then um, we also aired the Great Invocation on television and radio. That was in short, that helped a lot because by the time we give the Great Invocation to any particular person in the community, and we say, oh, I think I've heard this prayer on radio. I think I've seen this, I've heard this prayer on television. We said, yes, it's the same. But we are just requesting that, add it to your prayer so that we all have a united front to help um, the coming of the Christ. Since they are preaching about coming of Jesus Christ, Jesus is coming back again. Everybody must repent, must believe. So this is part of the tool to use to also attract the same Jesus, no matter what name you call it, Jesus to come back on earth to, uh, to humanity to serve the plan. So that's in that way, we're able to be distributing the great evocation in our community. They're holding uh, public, uh, public uh, seminars. We hold public seminar every year on World Goodwill Day to coincide with uh, World Goodwill London. A seminar. So in that space, we we talk on topics that are very relevant to the keynote of the of the World Invocation Day and also problems in our community. So and we use the opportunity to spread the teachings of Alice Bailey. We do book exhibition. In fact, when we are going for the seminar, we pack all our Alice Bailey books, and it's a, it's on the item in the program book exhibition of Alice Bailey's books. So we give synopsis of each of the books and invite them, and encourage them to come to library to read some of the books for their enlightenment. Then we have uh, uh, organizing uh, the study. The group meets on Sunday to study the books on problems of humanity, um, uh, problems of humanity uh, using uh, labels of Hercules as a sample of the way we should go. We also meet to do uh, meditation on redirection of money for hierarchical purposes. Money realized is 
donated to Lucy's Trust for wider service. We also have uh, organized uh, seminars for for uh, Independence Day, that is Loyal Italy Seminar. We started it last year when Nigeria turned 60. We decided to look at Nigeria as a nation. Why is it not moving along with all other nations, developed nations? We have all the resources. We have all the manpower. What is the problem that we are not also moving on to be part of world uh, nation as a developed nation? So we're able to look at so many issues we think is bringing us down. And the participants, we are drawn from all walks of life, students, workers, and we discussed on that last day, the paper was sent to headquarters. Then in this, uh, all these seminars, um, before I come to the last uh, part of this presentation on the special of glamour, I want to talk about the challenges which we faced at the beginning of the, of establishing benefit service. Number one, we were faced with the challenge of having space to meet. We are renting uh, flats. The sometimes we are not able to pay the rent. Sometimes the the landlord will say, "I will don't understand what kind of work you are doing. You come on Sunday, people come in here, they are ready, so they always give us quick notice." That's what brings about building the library in Bini City. So we came together, contributed money, and we started building. That's how the Benito Service Building came in. People donated chairs, people donated shares, people, you know, group members, they donated what they can donate for us to start the library. So the library building was commissioned by Steve Nation when he visited Nigeria on that day. You can see the grant, what we have what uh, we are able to contribute our quota to the service of spreading the teachings of Alispeli in our community. Then the last uh, seminar we had was uh, on World Goodwill Day on 29th, uh, this last Goodwill Day, August. We, we talked about the role, the keynote was on pure reason. Doctor, the role of purism in the dissipation of glamour. So we look at it that glamour is one of the problems in our community because of desire, because glamour is faced mostly on desire. So we look at practically what can be done and what are the teachings that the, the earlier teachers have not Jesus, Buddha, Alice Bailey, and more. And so we are able to come up with some suggestion on this passion of glamour. We look at the teaching of Christ. Jesus, we related the glamour to the passion of glamour to the temptation of Jesus. When he was tempted, the three temptations he went through, we said the tempter, the tempter went to him and said, turn this stone to bread. And Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone. So we felt that this is the major problem of our community, of our, the human family. Bread, food, we want material things. So we're always running after it. That desire brings about glamour. And to this patriarch, Christ said, man cannot live by bread alone. It's not only food, it's not only glamour, material things that you need. You need spiritual food also. Then we talk about Buddha. 
teaching us also to dispel glamour. He said, if we have that the cause of suffering on earth is desire. Yes, we need desire. We do have desire, but what is the desire? Is it desire for selfish thing? Is it desire to be uh, known? Is it glamour for popularity? So he said, if we want to remove suffering, then we should have desirelessness, that the cause of suffering is desire. So when we want to be free, we must remove the cause. And he gave us samples of what we are to do, practical things we are to do, uh, right midst of livelihood, the vulnerable truth, right view, right midst of livelihood, uh, uh, contemplation, uh, meditation, and uh, living a service to your community. And so we, with that, we, should, we have it, the application of the lower desires, the self-forgetfulness, control of the mind through the practice of prayer, concentration, meditation, and uh, become a server in the family, community, and world. But what interested us most, which we concluded with, was the last part of Alice Bailey, who wrote that the easiest way to dispel glamour was for three people that you come together to form triangles so that we can evoke light and love so that the imprisonment of glamour can be ended by the activities of technique of light utilized by those who work in group formation for the dispersion of glamour and the emergence in the consciousness of men, a clear concept and recognition of nature of reality. So this can be done through forming of triangle of light and goodwill by a group of three people of like mind. Through triangle meditation, they can invoke light and goodwill in and to reject the consciousness of the whole human race through the use of the great invocation. Therefore, let us be led by the light of the soul from the unreal to the real, from darkness to light, and from death to immortality. So that uh, seminar we concluded and we encourage people to form triangle because that is the easiest way, the simplest way we can dispel glamour because we have to go into our intuitional nature, which was pure reason. So we, the topic was the role of pure reason in dispersion of glamour in our national life and in the whole human race. So we concluded that forming triangles within our community, in the government circle, in our schools, and everybody at that matter, invoking light and love with the use of the great vocation will have, will be led from darkness to light. And humanity will be free from the glamour of selfishness and separatism. I want to thank Chango for this presentation, the opportunity given to me to present beneath the service. Thank you. Thank you, Isoken, so much for sharing your work with us. Um, did you want me to show the brief video that you used to distribute during the Gemini full moon? Did you want me to show that? Okay, what we distributed. You want? Did you want me to show that? I can do that if you want. Uh, you can do that. Okay. Okay. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. 
from the point of love within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. It's really inspiring to hear of the work that you do <clears throat> with the group to promote Great Invocation, World Invocation Day each year, which is held at the Gemini Full Moon. And uh, it's an inspiration to all of us to do what we can also to promote that day. I wondered if you wanted to share anything uh, which you had mentioned in a in a chat share on a previous webinar when we had the theme of the reappearance of the Christ, you spoke in your chat a little bit about some of the challenges that you faced in Benin and in Nigeria in promoting that idea. Would you like to share some of those with us? Yes, I, like I said earlier, we had the challenge sharing the great invocation to people, accepting, the, you know, letting, having people accept it as a prayer that they should use in their home or part of their praying group. So, because many of them will be asking, what are you invoking? At that yeah. time, we didn't, we didn't add uh, broad prayer. We just had the great invocation. So they were always asking, what are you invoking? What are you invoking? So we decided that if we add word prayer, which they are used to, because in our community, everything is prayer. We are prayer warriors, like the, I will put in quotes, prayer warriors. So I said, we are prayer warriors. This prayer is meant for us to help uh, in the coming of the Christ. You are saying that Jesus is coming back again. Jesus is coming back again. And Christ is coming back. Yes, this is a tool to help us clean our environment, to evoke light for us, to see the truth of the matter, so that we can walk along when Christ reappears. So in that case, we were able to be spreading the great invocation among you. In my, in my university, in short, great invocation cards are in my, on my table. So when you come, I give to you. Please help us invoke light and love to radiate our consciousness. The whole world, even Nigeria, we see the problem that is coming on is so much. We need light. We need love. We need cooperation. And the only prayer that can help us with this is the great invocation. So please kindly help for us. Let us forget about ourselves because we are used to praying for ourselves. Give God give us food because of the economic situation. Give us prosperity 
our children, our husbands, and good life. So we said, let us forget about ourselves and begin to think of the global good. What will help us? What will help our government to think? What will help those in authority that's promoting uh, policies? They need light to know that it is not just the material things that is necessary for the world, but we need light to give us cooperation, to do the right thing, to give, to think globally, so that if you are in a position of authority, you are giving money to do a, a project, you make sure you do it that will serve the community and not you know, divert it to your own personal group or to your ethnic group or to your village while the masses suffer. So these are ways we are promoting it and letting people have the great vocation. For instance, the Nigerian Association of Goodwill Association of Nigeria, we published the great vocation on the newspaper, the Vanguard newspaper this year. And I remember somebody called me and said, they love that prayer, that this is the prayer Nigeria needs today, that they are very grateful. In fact, he sent somebody to buy about three or four copies that he will distribute to his people. I said, please, if you are in um, the House of Assembly, please buy more copies and send to all of them so that they know that we need light in our nation. We need light in the whole human race. So that's how we have been uh, spreading it. Even though we have challenges or people not rejecting, some will take it, this is another track. These Christian people uh, distributing tracks. We said, no, but this is world prayer. We tend to power pastor friends, we invite them to our seminars and we say, please take many copies, give to your church, add it to your prayer in your church so that we all will be thinking alike. We all will be invoking light, like we said, the great invocation. We need to invoke light. We need to invoke love. We need to invoke the will to good so that whatever we go, wherever we are doing in our marketplace, in our schools, in our churches, wherever we in our clubs, local meeting, village meeting, we need light to invoke us to do that, which is good for everybody, which is good for the whole. So that's how we are being even though there are challenges. So we accept some will not accept. Some will tag you out. Ah, these are these uh, consciousness people. You, they are the new age people, the new world order. They say this is from devil. Lucy's trust is uh, Lucy's is devil. But we don't mind that. We continue to give to those who accept. Those who don't accept, we, we leave it. Yeah. And then we put books, Alice Bailey books through Goodwill Association of Nigeria to universities. Nigerian universities. I remember two or three universities that sent the books. They were reluctant to accept the books. They said, ah, ah, try, try some white magic. Madam, what is the what does this mean? What is it about? We don't want to give books to our students that will come and uh, influence them. I remember one fundamental school, a university. When we wrote to them, send them the list, they said, no, please, we don't read this type of book in our university. Please don't bring it. So those are some of the challenges we are facing in distributing the books and the great invocation. Well, thank you so much. It seems that you and your group have cultivated the quality which the Tibetan advises all spiritual seekers to cultivate at this time, which is courage. You just keep going no matter what the obstacles might be. And that's really inspiring. Do you have um, ability to see the chat box and read some of the comments or would you prefer that I read some? 
I think I prefer you listen. Okay, and if anyone would like to raise their hand, please do so, and we can unmute your microphone. Well, there's mostly a lot of chats thanking you for your inspiring words and for the wonderful work that you're doing. There are many, many comments like that, and I'm just not going to read those because uh, I'll send them to you. Um, Nina writes, it's an amazing story of distribution. Thank you so much. She says, I may be missing many possibilities in my own community. And that's one of the real reasons why we like to present the work of groups such as yours and other units of service that we've highlighted on the webinar to inspire people to form their own groups and to recognize that you don't need to have a large group of people, mm-hmm. just two or three gathering together is, is, a, is enough. And so I think you've really done that. You've, you've anchored something and you're inspiring people to do likewise, which is great. Um, Thank you so much. Um, Belinda writes, it's really wonderful to have someone present from the African continent and to hear about your service work in Benin. Thank you, Isukin. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, we're all pouring out a lot of gratitude to your, you and your group. Uh, Nathaniel writes, what are the requirements to create a unit of service? Would you like to address that, Isukin? Yes, I'm very glad to hear that. From the beginning of the presentation, I titled it The Urge to Serve. And, uh, and it's very really described it for us that service is a spontaneous outflow of a loving heart, an intelligent mind. He lives, works, and serves, and influences in his community. Once you have that urge, and you are talking about global thinking globally, and your friends, you meet them, you discuss it. They may not belong to your uh, Christian group, or not, but from the discussion, you are, you'll be able to attract people to say, okay, we have this, this is our work. Can we come together and begin to think of what we have to do to spread this message to other parts? Many of us, our members, we started with, some of them are not, some are in London, some are in America, but we came together. First of all, we are friends, visiting the home and we discuss problems of humanity and begin to think, how, how can this continue? What do we do? We say, well, we have a book here. We have a book, Serving Humanity. We have the book from intellect to intuition. And so we, we, start, we started reading Alice Bailey books. In short, I remember my husband brought the book from Bethlehem to Calvary. That was the first book we were reading. And from that, that stimulated us to say, oh, let us look for a school where we can study more. And many uh, opportunities were given. Some presented Ekanka, some Resucrations and all. But at the end, you know, at the end of Alice Bailey books, you say the teachings on um, discipleship is offered by Arcade School. 